welcome to the podcast. I'm Junior Gigo Ever Junior. Oh, happy New Year, you guys. Happy New Year. It's the first, um, this is the first actual podcast of 2023. Wow. Bro, you know the fireworks, but I got to tell you before we, oh, oh, sorry. Attitude of gratitude. Bro, what am I doing? Attitude of gratitude. So we want to say thank you to all you guys um, that have joined the podcast. The podcast is getting bigger and bigger, and we just we just want to see model. Uh, we don't want to go over all the stats. Like there's some, uh, I think there's some important stats to go over. Um, you know, just they call them analytics, right? So I got this guy Jay, right? He's my producer, and um, see, back in the radio days, we had to wait for what they call a book. You know, I, I worked part time in the radio. I was just, you know, I wasn't a radio guy. Radio guy, I was like, I was like that part time guy. You know, um, but anyway, but in radio, you got to wait, right? Because they take surveys and uh, now we get everything digital. So, so we got a lot of like um, new countries. Okay. So um, let me, uh, I, I guess the new year, I don't know what it is. The last one that we left off with, with, uh, was Brazil. So now we got Guam, Ireland, Turkey, and uh, we got South Africa, Japan, Romania. Okay. And then uh, Spain. So I'm like, wow, these guys just popped up. So anyway, so, um, you know, what's really interesting is that if you take all of the people, right, that are on my podcast and our international social media network, like um, it's maybe two and a half times the number of people that used to hear me on the radio. But now they see me like on one platform, they see me right on, you know, and and then on, on another platform, they hear me. Right. And the guys that hear me, you know, they go, well, I want to know what this guy looks like. I want to see this guy. And they search me, right? So if you put Junior Kekueva Jr. in your Google browser or whatever browser you have, you'll see like all this stuff pop up. Like it'll just populate, right? And they'll look and, they, you know, so a lot of guys, you know, when I life coach them and I don't, you know, I, I, I actually endorse searching people out. Like finding out, all right, who who's this guy? Like, well, you know, because you can, you have so many kids, right, that are like life coaches now, and like everybody and his brother is a life coach, right? They they live in mommy's basement, and then they're life coaching, right? So I recommend it. I recommend that you you search out your professionals and you search out uh, your people and go, hey, has this guy really done you know what he said he did and you know that kind of thing? But they go search me out, and then like I get people. On another uh, platform, go, hey, we heard you on the podcast. And then vice versa, right? So I'll have people like, you know, I'll have people from um, my visual platforms. And, you know, they'll go, oh, you have a podcast? And they'll check me out on the podcast. So the the jump in countries that we just had is, is a result of that. So thank you very much. Um, thank you, Mahalo, for joining the podcast. Now, New Year's in Hawaii. Oh, my God. You guys, uh, New Year's was crazy. It was crazy. There were more aerials okay, than last year, like way more. And um, so local people in Hawaii, right? And I, I, this is not the topic of the podcast. Okay, we're going to talk about something else. But I just wanted to say that, um, that the people in Hawaii, right, are special people. I love local people in Hawaii. Oh, my God. So the majority of our listeners are outside Hawaii. So you, this is what you need to know about Hawaii and New Year's. Mm-hmm. So Hawaii and New Year's, right? Like it's tradition. Hawaii is very deep in tradition. Okay. So we, and we have many traditions because we have it. Hawaii is a melting pot. 
So for those of you outside Hawaii, okay, Hawaii is not primarily made up of Hawaiians. Um, Hawaii is, is a melting pot of many, many races. And these people came to Hawaii to work in the plantation, right? So we have many traditions and it's so cool. I mean, I, I'm a culture kind of person, so I think it's so cool that, that you can go to somebody's house, like, you know, one of your friends might be Korean and you go to their house and you, and you get their version of, you know, like what they celebrate in their traditions for New Year's. You go to the, you know, your Japanese friend's house, right? And they're doing this thing, you know, called pounding mochi. They make mochi, uh, this, this mochi rice thingy, uh, or, what, 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 I don't even, you know, we did, we did that for years. I, it's a starch. It's a, it's a, how do I describe mochi? Okay. Google mochi. There you go. M-O-C-H-I. Okay. But they, that's what they do, right? That's a tradition. So one of the traditions in Hawaii is fireworks. Okay. And every so often they put a ban on it. Okay. Well, there, there technically is a ban, but then they go, we're going to crack down. We're going to crack down. So this is an interesting thing that started happening in Hawaii. So, um, local people, right? Uh, especially these younger, younger generation guys. Okay. And, and with their trucks and stuff, they have big trucks. So Hawaii is all about who has the best Tacoma truck. Okay. I mean, really it is. So, so these guys, what they, what they would do, it started to become a tradition. And so law enforcement is like, all right, we're going to break this tradition now before it comes, becomes another tradition, right? They started lining up on the freeway and parking on the side of the freeway. And watching the fireworks. Now, that wasn't so bad in the beginning, okay? Because I used to do this. I used to drive on the freeway <coughs> at midnight. And um, and this used to be, oh, I want to say, gosh, I want to say this is back in 1990, 1992, uh, way back, right? And the thing I liked about it was if I drove down the freeway on New Year's, like at the stroke of midnight, they would launch these aerials, these, these skyrockets, right? They would go over the freeway. So you could be driving down the freeway. And all, I mean, it looked so cool, man. It looked like, I don't know, it looked like a movie or something. And these skyrockets just flying over the freeway, right? And you're driving down the freeway. And then you can see everybody celebrating. I mean, it was really cool. And, and I thought it was really special. But uh, later on, right? So down, that was a long time ago, right? So now all these guys started parking on the side with their trucks. And the, the freeway is a really dangerous place because people aren't looking. They're not paying attention, okay? And you can easily get hit on the side of the freeway. Like, it's so easy. If you if your car is stalled, like, you better get out of there and, and you better get away from your car and get off the freeway because, yeah, that, that can happen. And it has. And people have died. And that's, you know, that's a sad reality. But they started lining up watching fireworks. Now, it wasn't so bad if you line up and sit in your car and watch fireworks. That's one thing, okay? But local people in Hawaii are very special people. They are. They really. They started um, bringing coolers, okay? And and this, so basically, they started tailgating okay, on the freeway. And they would bring they would bring snacks and food and and beer. They would be drinking. They would be celebrating, right? And there would be so many trucks, right, and so many cars and so many vehicles lined up that law enforcement had a very tough time to get them out of there at the time, right? So this became a major effort this year. So they brought out the tow trucks, right? And they had the tow trucks, you know, parade down the freeway. And then, you know, and they, they had, uh, 
yeah, I saw these videos of tow trucks on the side of the freeways and they're driving down, making sure there's no cars because they were authorized to tow anybody that, that was there. And so nobody was there. And I mean, they were successful. But this is what I'm talking about when I talk about tradition and um, local people in Hawaii. So anyway, that was one interesting thing that I saw. I'm like, wow, they, they put all this effort into, you know, and the tow tr- it was bad for the tow truck companies, right? Because they go down and they spend all the time down. They spend all that time down there. If they don't get a tow, they're not making money. They're burning the clock. Okay, they're burning time. And that's what they did a lot of. But I, I thought it was interesting. Anyway, and Hawaii had more aerials this year, more illegal aerials uh, than, <laughs> than the last few years. And so, so now there's talk again, right? Oh, we're going to ban this thing, right? I don't think there's any way they can ban it, really. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So now with today's podcast, okay, we're going to talk about other things. But um, I wanted to reflect on, you know, on, on 2022. And in 2022, <clears throat> there was a lot of uh, significant things that happened. Okay. And I think um, you're going to see some significant changes uh, that are coming as a result of uh, things that you can't see on the surface. Okay. It's things that are going on in the digital world. I work in the digital world, but, um, when, you know, when I do, I, I don't know. I, I talk to guys my age and the guys my age, like the majority of the guys I talk to, um, they're not into digital, like anything. They're not, they're, they're into other things. Right. And, um, a lot of the guys my age, they don't want to be bothered with digital stuff. Right. They don't like it. Um, I'm the opposite. Like, like I can't wait to get to my laptop in the morning, right? And build and, and whatever. And all of our companies are online now. That that's it, Everything's online. Uh, everything's automated. Um, you, there are processes that happen when you go to our websites and things. But anyway, but we see something very interesting coming. We see AI coming, okay? Artificial intelligence. Um, lately, there's been a, a big, you know, uh, discussion going on about chat GPT. I don't know if you know what that is. Uh, if you do know what that is, um, just know that this is the beginning. This is the preview. Okay. Um, AI has been, um, they've been working on this stuff for years, um, years and years. And now it's time to release it, right? It's time to release this technology. Um, and, and, you know, they were, they were trying it here and there. And here's the thing you need to know. Okay. We're going to, we're going to do several topics today, but here's the thing you need to know about that. Okay, um, and this is, this is, I guess you could put this under the life coaching umbrella, but you need to think ahead and you need to plan ahead. Okay, because when AI starts to seriously impact your life, um, if you're not prepared for it, it's going to be frustrating. It's going to be very frustrating. Okay, because there's going to be things that um, you have normally done a certain way that will not be done that way anymore. And you need to be prepared, okay? So, um, yeah, th- this this technology, um, you can get, you can make AI music right now. You can uh, have AI be your copywriter, be your personal assistant. Um, we, we make AI work for us and our companies all the time, uh, and we have for a long time. There's AI bots, so you can you can write a program for a bot, okay? And the program can be written on one platform. Right. You take that code and you put the code in, let's say, uh, the bot AI 
program, right? Now you have, you know, so, so in other words, here, here's for, for you guys that are not like into tech, right? Um, if I said I wanted a robot to post to Facebook or Instagram um, every day at 8, 8 a.m., right? So it's consistent. I can go in and I can have one AI platform write the code. Then I can take that code and I can put it in the bot AI uh, website. So this is a website that manufactures bots. Now I put the code in there, okay, and boom, there we go. It's already done, okay? Now the, the code writing is done by AI. So you don't even have to write code anymore. What you have to do though is you have to know how to ask for it, right? You have to know what to ask for. It will give you the plan. You take that plan, you put it in the other website, boom, you got a bot, okay? And then every morning at 8 a.m., your, your posts just go up. I mean, it's, it's, um, it's phenomenal, okay? But um, not everybody's into that, okay? But here's what I'm going to tell you guys. Like, it's really, really spooky, okay? Because I put my mom into AI. I put her name into AI. And um, one of the things that popped up was a nickname of hers that my uncle used to call her when, when he was small. Because my uncle, uh, my, my mom's youngest brother, could not pronounce her name when he was a baby, when he was a little kid, like a two-year-old, right? He couldn't pronounce my mom's name. So he had a, he had a nickname. I'm not going to say what it is. But he had a nickname for my mom. It was just what he could say, right? And so that became her nickname for uh, the family. So in the family, for a long time, um, until my grandparents got old, they used to call her that. And that name popped up in the AI. And I was like, whoa, how did it know that? Like, so, so in other words, and this is another thing. Be aware that when you work with AI, everything you tell AI, everything you put into AI, it remembers. Okay, so it, it's learning from us. It's learning from human beings. So <clears throat> when you put something or some information or whatever into AI, it makes AI bigger and smarter and stronger okay and yeah that's kind of spooky but you know what the kids are growing up in this world and the kids accept this you know to the kids is like eh, well, whatever because because it's their world and they're growing up in it the older guys okay let's say if you're 40 plus okay you may have a yeah you may have an issue with it you may have a privacy issue with it but i'll tell you one thing uh the day is coming pretty soon where uh, privacy is going to be minimal it's very minimal with blockchain, uh, with with digital currency, with all this stuff that's coming down the pipe. And we see it in the digital world. We see it before anybody else does. Um, by the time you see it, you got you guys go, what? what? What is this? What You know, that kind of thing. And you're not prepared for it. If you're not prepared for it. Yeah, it could be a shocker. But um, just just know that I see these things and it's really spooky. I mean, I've been working in. Um, in the digital world since 2010 and um now i'm getting to the point where i'm doing more um, intermediate things i don't want to say advanced things because um things are pretty advanced you guys you guys have no idea how advanced things are uh, right now but um let's say for example i wanted a video of me singing because i have an instagram site right and on my instagram site uh, i have me doing songs in my office okay uh, well, with AI right now, uh, AI can memorize that and not only give you a crystal clear picture of an image of me, 
like it like it's me like it's not a cartoon image or anything it's like me and it can sing like me because what it does is it takes all the data of me singing like on sites like for years i put that up right okay ai memorized all that right now so if i write the correct program you know which i'm not gonna write right now then ai will duplicate that in any song any genre any style whatever okay and then now I can I can program that to have that run and people will think wow uncle is uncle is singing again or whatever you, you know and and any genre like any kind of music anything okay so um it's been learning from us everything you guys write all the comments you write every, anything you write online it is learning from you okay um it's uh, the the chat gpt platform is putting google in jeopardy so you know how you think that Google is like the, you know, uh, the Shaw of, of, of uh, search engines? No, not anymore. And um, so there's always going to be the next new thing, the next big thing, you know, whatever. And um, in fact, Congress right now is, is trying to put measures in line to regulate uh, AI. And they're doing it in China already. They're regulating it, okay, because it can get in the wrong hands and... Um, Sometimes the wrong hands are the good guys. And yeah, and so it could be a threat to the bad guys. Okay. And, uh, and vice versa. So you never know, right? If you're using it for, like anything else, if you're using it for good, then you're good. If you're using it for, you know, scamming people or whatever, um, yeah, you, you're going to get caught and you know, it's, it's not the thing to do. But, um, but yeah, check it out, you guys. Check out AI. Go, go Google chat GPT and go check it out. It's it's amazing. Okay, now to the rest of the podcast. All right, so two so 2022. So I got, I've been getting texts. Okay, and these texts um, go something like, "Dude, do you know they're 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 throwing shade on you um, on the radio?" <laughs> and I'm like, "What?" You know, that's some of the texts I've been getting. Right, the other texts I've been getting is like like congratulations on your retirement from radio and you you know whatever, and um, people that have actually listen to the previous podcast right um i got like two emails on it i've got um three or four dms on it and they were like oh man i I had i had no idea you know it was political like that and i'm like well this is what i had to deal with okay but here's the life coaching end of all of this the life coaching end of this is that sometimes you need to do things that you don't normally want to do in order to get where you need to be, okay? It's that simple. Now, that may be, you know, playing the game in a... Because I see these guys do it all the time. I see different industries do this all the time, right? I mean, you know, you have to show up and, and shake hands and kiss babies and, and do whatever you got to do, okay? But you got to do that <clears throat> to to make progress in that industry, okay? So there's things you have to go to, right? There's events you have to go to and... You have to show up and you, okay, so that's the politics side of, of the business of, of, you know, and this goes on with all kinds of industries, but sometimes you, you just got to do what you got to do, even if your heart isn't really in it. Now, unfortunately, um, my heart is in everything I do. And, um, 
you know, I don't know what success is because everybody's, you know, oh, congratulations on your success and oh, congratulations on your retirement. And okay, look, I'm still working. I'm still working. Okay. But I'm working on my stuff, you know, and it's not as fun. I mean, really, it's, I mean, there's a different kind of satisfaction I get working on my stuff, but um, it's not as fun as when you're working with other people, you know? Mm-hmm. Working in radio um, was fun because of the effect I had on the audience and the reaction I had from the audience when I went in public. Because people would tell me, oh, bro, you, you, you know, so over here in Hawaii, we say bra, <laughs> you know, not Brazier bra, but just bra as in brother, uh, like bro, right? Same thing, same, same. And, and they would go, bra, where'd you on the radio, bro? The, the thing you said about, you know, whatever. But that was funny. Okay, so I did two weeks on the radio uh, in in 2022, right? Right before I retired, right before I said, you know what? I'm not playing this game anymore. This is just a, it's, you know, it was, and I have studied psychology for years and years and years, right? So I figured all this stuff out a long, long time ago, but I'm like, oh man, all right, you got to deal with this. You got to do this. You, you got to go along to get along. You got to whatever. You got to kowtow to whatever, to, to do whatever, whatever. And I did that. I was willing to do that because that was the price that I had to pay. And like I said, it, there was a huge emotional price for what I needed to accomplish. And what I needed to accomplish was me standing in front of the orchestra, was me standing out front in front of Brother Wayne um, doing, you know, 1,500 people in the choral ballroom. It, it's a ballroom that we have in Hawaii. But... um doing my shows, doing my act. And there was a huge price for that, okay? But you got to you got to sacrifice something. No such thing as getting something for free, no such thing as 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 not sacrificing something for something else. You have to. It's it's sort of like trading in your old car, you know, for the new one, right? You can't keep all the cars, right? Because then you, you, where are you going to put them, right? So, so you got to give it up. You got to give up something. And sometimes it's peace of mind. Sometimes it's, uh, you know, it's it's a little, um, yeah, sometimes it gets a little frustrating, a little emotional, a little, uh, you know, you get angry, you get you get these these thoughts and whatever. But I'm just saying that sometimes it's a it's an emotional thing. You got to sacrifice. Sometimes it's money. Sometimes you need to pay for that college education, right, to get your degree to be able to make money in, in a certain field. But that's the sacrifice you make. You know, I know guys with PhDs that are still in debt. They are still in debt. And, and you know, the, the AI that we talked about previously. Okay, that's going to put like 3% of the colleges out of business in the next two years. Uh, three, three, three years. About three years. In five years, though, the entire landscape of the Internet, it will change in five years. Okay, so whatever you're doing right now on the, online, just be aware of it. Because it's going to disappear. And one day, they're only going to show you things that they want you to see. Okay? One day, you will only be able to get information on what they, whoever they, you know, the guy, the companies in charge, are going to want you to have available to you. That's the only thing you're going to get. But, you know, back to the life coaching part of this thing, right? You have to make a sacrifice. Now, if you're getting married, okay, let's, let's go relationships. If you're getting married, okay... <clears throat> you're going to have to sacrifice something, okay? Maybe it's the night out 
nights out with the boys. Maybe it's, you know, whatever. Like, you, like you, you know, maybe when you're single, you do what you want. You go do this, that, and the other thing. And now you're married. So now you have a responsibility to the marriage, right? To that, to that union. And so you got to give up other stuff. So, so that's another thing, right? Now, you know, the guys that, the guys that throw shade on me, um, they, they throw, there's a difference between jealousy and envy. There's a big difference between jealousy and envy and the way that haters hate on you uh, and why. Okay. And I'm not going to get real deep into the, the psychological aspect of it. I'm just going to say there's a difference. Okay. So look it up and, and, you know, do some research on it if, if you want to. But, but here's the thing, right? Um, if you are an individual that let's say is tied to a corporation, okay. Cause there's a lot of us, right? Well, I'm not one. I'm just saying a lot of people. Okay. So if you're tied to a corporation, that's one leash. Okay. Imagine a dog and imagine you have a leash on that dog. Okay. That's what you do when you sign a contract. Okay. You know that, that expression, sign your soul over to the devil, right? Okay. So when you sign that contract, you're married. I, I don't care. I, you know, it doesn't have to be a girl. It could be a company. You're married to that company. You sign a contract for uh, a TV show, a, a radio show, a w- whatever contract you, you're in. You are married to that company and there's a penalty for breaking that. Okay. There's a penalty for breaking the contract. For marriage in the state of Hawaii, it's 50%. Okay, so there's a lot of, you know, we know, oh man, we know tons of girls that, that are fooling around on their husbands. We know who they are. Okay, we know that we know them because they've been in our hood, man. We know these girls. Okay, um, I know this one girl, right? And, and I'm not, I'm not, you know, uh, I'm not passing judgment or saying it's wrong or what it is, what it is, right? But here's the thing human beings were not born. To be monogamous. That's not in the natural nature of things. Okay, look in the animal kingdom and it will tell you, right? But this is a colonial concept that came down from people that were organizing society. Okay, if you want to put it that way, organizing. Uh, And they they wanted control. Well, they have control, like your birth certificate. Okay, go do some research on that. Okay, find out who owns you. (laughs) Find out. You got to know these things. Okay. Now, when you do research into these things, you're going to go, oh, yeah, okay. Well, they wanted, they were colonizing for a reason, okay? And that's why they came to Hawaii, right? And they said, oh, the stuff you guys are doing is wrong. You guys you guys need to put clothes on, you guys, <laughs> you know, to the neck, <laughs> to the neck. And, and and it has to go all the way down to your wrists, ladies. You know, you need to be covered up. I mean, you <laughs> So, but, but anyway, I'm just using, you know, this is a comedy podcast, right? All right, there you go. So, but, but. If you have a marriage between you and a corporation, you and a woman, you and and whatever, could be a mortgage. You know, mortgage is a death pledge, right? Mortgage. See, you go go look it up. Go look up. Go do the, the search on etymology of words. Okay, I have an etymological dictionary. It's like huge. It's huge, right? But it'll give you the origin of words and where they come from and why. Okay, and, and what it's related to. And when you do your research on stuff, you'd be surprised on what you find. 
Okay. And this is all part of my teaching. This is what I do. I teach people about these things. I open their eyes. Okay. So our slogan for here for you life coaching is opening eyes, minds and hearts. Okay. Since 2010. That's, a, that's our thing. Uh, it's on our emails. But anyway, but if you are shackled to a corporation, okay, that's one master. Okay. The second master, right? If you're married, okay, that's another master. I'm not saying your wife is your master or your husband is your master. I'm saying that contract is your master. Okay, now the contract, if you're in a marriage, the contract is not between you and the girl. Okay, a lot of people think that. That's what they think. No, the contract is between the woman and the state and the man and the state. And that's why you need an attorney to get a divorce. And the state is actually the, the, the you know, governing everything. So you have to look at it that way. You have to look at these things properly. When people get married, all they're thinking about is love. All they're thinking about is, yeah, okay, you know, she's the one. I could enjoy her forever. I, you know, or I could enjoy him forever or, you know, until he runs out of a job or what? <laughs> whatever. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm being real, Hawaiians. I'm being real. Okay. And if you're listening to this show from anywhere in the world, you are an honorary Hawaiian while you're listening. All right. There you go. So, so these things are important because people don't think. They don't think. They just, they just go along and then boom, they do this, do that. All right. So let's take a relationship scenario. Mm-hmm. All right. Sorry. I, my, my voice gets dried up and I gotta, I gotta take a sip every once in a while. I'm not drinking. No worries. <laughs> So, all right, but let's take a relationship scenario, okay? All right, relationship scenario. You, there's this country song. I don't know if you've heard it. It's called One Beer. Go, go pull it up on YouTube and listen to it. It describes relationships perfectly, okay? It all starts with one beer, right? So the guy goes out with a girl, right? They, they, one beer. Or he has, he's having a beer, he sees the girl, right? And then they start talking, then they go out on a date, that leads to a series of dates and then you know then there's a marriage and then there's kids and then you know and that's how it that's the natural flow of things for a relationship okay so people normally do that that's the way it happens you don't have a a guy going all right you know i'm going to learn about females first so let me let me see how females you know organize their thinking let's uh learn the archetypes of females uh let, you know let's examine no they don't do that they go, wow, that's a hot chick over there. Let me go talk to her, right? And then you start talking to her. Then you start going out with her. Then pretty soon you marry her. Then you have kids with her, okay? 15 years later, you guys are getting a divorce because she can't stand you anymore. <laughs> you know, okay, it's not always like that, okay? Women file for divorce way more than men, like way, okay? Because in a man's mind, and this is just side notes on relationships, okay? I'm not going to go into the whole thing. But in a man's mind, like, we're good, we're good. Hey, we're good, we're good. In a female's mind, it doesn't work that way, okay? If you, you, you try going with somebody or be married to somebody and then lose your job over a long period of time, see what happens. Like a few months, right? In the beginning, it's okay. She'll hang out and she'll go along. She'll, she'll do her best to help you. Right. And then you try and stretch that out. You try not working for six months. <laughs> you try. You see what happens. Right. You'll be in divorce court faster than you. I mean, your your head will spin. So anyway, but but that's not, you know, the, the core of this discussion. 
it's being shackled to that contract. Okay, now I chose not to do that because I saw what happened, you know, when I was engaged, right? So I was engaged and things happened. And then I, I learned from it, okay? Now, there's such a thing as, as um, you know, being, being shackled to more than one entity, okay? So like I said, right? You're, you're, you got your corporate job, you're shackled to that. Now you got your marriage, you're shackled to that. Now you get pulled in two directions, Okay, you get jerked over here, you get jerked back here, you get pulled over there, you get pulled over here. Okay, after a while, you get really like frustrated. Okay, and I know because I get these people as clients. Okay, and you know, the the advice is is irrelevant right now for this purpose. But here's what I'm going to tell you. Okay, you serve one master and that master is in you. Okay, and that master because God lives in here. God, and I'm pointing, you know, I'm talking about my, my body here. God lives in there. God lives in your body. God is in there. Okay. God is not in the church. God is not with the pastor. God is not with the priest. That's not where God is. You don't have to go to a church. Okay. Jesus told you about this, right? Jesus told you the body is the temple. You are the temple. You are the temple that consciousness resides in. Okay, this is a law of attraction podcast, right? Comedy podcast. So we're going to make, you know, make some jokes and stuff. I'm just telling you guys, right? God lives in here. Now, when you make money your God, okay? And money is controlling you, right? Or you're allowing money to control you. And this is why entrepreneurs <clears throat> talk about freedom, right? Um, because like like for myself personally, I don't know what, I don't know what, uh, success looks like i i don't know there's many people that tell me i'm a sick i'm a success there's the haters that cast shade on me and and you know say this that and the other thing and you know that's good that's good for me it just keeps me relevant right it keeps me out there but i'm just saying that that i don't know what success is but i can tell you what freedom is right freedom is waking up in the morning and if i don't want to do something i don't do it okay I don't have to report to anybody. I don't have to answer to anybody. There are always consequences for every action, okay? So if I don't service my clients, right, then, then I don't get money. If I don't do certain things, then there's a, there's a result for that, right? There's a consequence for every action. But what I'm saying is when you are forced to do something, you get up in the morning, you don't really want to go to work, and you're like, oh, man, but you're forced to. Why? Because you got that contract and you got to be there and you got to listen and you got you to gotta, you gotta take orders. Okay, I'm not an order taker, okay, but I know order takers. I know this guy, right, that when his contract was up, okay, every day, like, he dressed casual. He was a casual dresser, right? And, and it's cool to be casual. You know, I, I'm casual once in a while. <clears throat> in fact, I maintain part of my casual attire at all times and it's called blue jeans it's called jeans denim right denim jeans and um even when i perform i used to use a, a blazer and denim jeans because the denim jeans to me just for me anchored me as far as like dude you know where you from okay you from you from denim jeans bro <laughs> that's what i that's how i look at it right so i always use jeans uh, very seldom do you see me in a pair of dress pants. If you see me in a pair of dress pants, it's because I'm doing a formal occasion or, or performing, you know, like that. Now I'm, I'm retired. 
So, so I just use denim jeans. See, um, I'm not retired from work. I'm retired from radio and entertainment. Okay. But that in any way, that's for me. That's a personal reminder for me as like, Hey, don't forget who you are. Don't forget where you came from. Don't forget to be humble. Okay. Now humility is, is a total, that's a different podcast. That's not a podcast. Hawaiians. Humility. Okay. There is a very false sense of humility in Hawaii that has been handed down from generation to generation. It's called plantation mentality. And that's another podcast. Okay. That's a, that's another one. Hawaiians. You got to tune in for that one. <laughs> okay. Humility. They want you to be good servants. Okay. So humility is, is taught in a different way over here. Um, but, but that's generational. No, getting back to the contracts. If you're in a contract with a corporation and you're in a contract with a marriage, okay, and then you have some other contracts, right? You have the mortgage, that's a contract, okay? You have a loan, that's a contract. You have a, a lease with your car, that's a contract, okay? Now, you need only to serve one master, okay? And that's the master inside of you, okay? That's where God lives in you, right? That's your master, not money, not anything else. Okay, money is necessary, right? But that freedom part, okay, is, is what, what I was addressing. The freedom part is what money buys. Money buys freedom, okay? Money doesn't uh, necessarily <clears throat> represent anything, uh, you know, uh, like a deity, okay? That's not what money is. But people worship money. You ever see, you ever go to the small stores, you ever hand your, your debit card or your credit? I use debit cards, um, I, I use credit cards once in a while, but I mostly use debit cards, right? And I hand my debit card to this lady at the at this at this uh, store that I go to, right? It's a small store because I believe in supporting local people and local businesses. And I give her my credit card, and she happens to be Asian. I'm not going to say what kind. This is not about race, but I'm just saying that the way she handles my debit card, it was like she was handling a sacred object. I mean, you know, I'm like, I, you know, I wanted to tell her, I mean, this is just a card, you know, but the way she handles it, it was like a ceremony. Always. It was like, she was, she was the way she accepted it with both hands. I mean, you know, like she was carrying the, I don't know, the sacred stone or whatever. Like it was, it was, it's funny. It's funny the way people have, uh, you know, the way they think about money they have ideas about money and so um and this this extends to credit cards right because that's a representation of money okay and really what money is is an energy and if you learn how to cultivate that energy then you can attract that energy and and you can work with that energy okay now there's there's you know there's rules there's rules to the game okay but let's get back to the corporations and the contracts okay if you're a dog and you have two leashes on you, okay, and you're restricted like that, and on one side you got one leash pulling, on the other side you got the other leash pulling, you know, the corporate leash is one thing. Like I said, this guy was dressed casual, right, that I knew, and one, once every, I don't know, so many years when his contract was up, he had to dress up just to go into the meeting, right? It was a ceremonial thing. I mean, you know. He had to he had to bring his best Aloha shirt to work and, and you know, so it was a it's a process, right? It's one of those things. But when you are shackled to a corporation and you are shackled to a marriage, then you you've got two you got two masters over there, right? 
Now, I am not shackled to a corporation. Um, I have a corporation, right? But I'm, I'm, I'm technically that's that's under um, under my direction. But I don't necessarily own it. Okay, well, not on paper. So, I mean, you know, if you want to look more into that, okay, I'll give you a little insight here. So, first of all, it's called a trust, and then a holding company is the second, the second thing down. Okay, so from the top down, it's trust holding company LLCs. Okay, and there's a process. This is not a business podcast. This is the we're not going to talk about that. But let's just say that if you do that, okay, then um, yeah, you can separate yourself from that. And then you're just using stuff. You're just using stuff and you're providing a service, right? But you're not necessarily, mm, how can I say this? You, you're, you're, you're tied to it indirectly. You're a beneficiary of it, okay? You're not a slave to it, okay? I don't know if that makes sense. But anyway, but yeah, so you have these two leashes on you, right? That pulls you in different directions, And then let's say you're a dog. Pretty soon, you're going to start growling. Then you're going to start biting. Then you, you know, I mean, I know guys like my age and older that are turning into grouchy old men. Just grouchy old men. Mm Mm-hmm. And you know, my, my, I got to say, I got to say my dad was like that too. My dad was getting grouchy, you know. And um, God bless him. I, I love my dad, right? But he was getting grouchy, right? Because he was married too long. He was just married too late. He had to. He had to conform. He had to conform. Yeah, you know. I. I don't. I don't want to say that that he wasn't down for it, right? He was. He signed up for it. He. He was down for it. I'm just not down for it. Okay. So, uh, I. I read this story when I was much younger, and I think this was right after my engagement. So I was engaged for a while, right? And that kind of went the way it went, and you know that dissolved. And then I read this story about this musician. He was, uh, I guess he lived until his 90s or something. And he was in Hawaii, but he wasn't from here. He came here, I think from Illinois or I don't know, somewhere. And um, he used to play the ukulele. That was his thing. And he just wanted to be free. And he came to Hawaii and he didn't, there was this thing that he said about marriage And he was so happy that he didn't get married because he was free. He did what he wanted. He wasn't responsible to somebody else. He wasn't responsible to a union like that or whatever, right? And and in those days, he wasn't even responsible to a corporation, right? He played his ukulele, whatever, and he died a happy man. And when I read that story, and there's more to it than that. That's a summary. But when I read that story, I was like, wow, I want to be happy. I want to be like that, right? And you know these miserable guys, okay, miserable people in general, girls, guys, doesn't matter. But miserable people in general cannot stand to see happy people. <laughs> they cannot. They cannot. I mean, you know, really. And um, when you can come and go as you please, you know, years ago I contracted to the radio station that I was affiliated with. It was my company that was contracted. My, my company had a marriage to the corporation right but um i just and i I had the keys to the corporation and i just came and you know i would come and go as i please and then then yeah they were you know the guy that had that uh number two radio show in hawaii um you know he was nice enough to have me on his show he did more for me in my adult life and i always say that and i always i i will always 
um, give him that and, and, you know, pay gratitude to that, right? I will always uh, attribute uh, those credits to him. But um, I just came and went as I pleased. I didn't have any restrictions. I didn't have to obey any corporate rules. Why? Oh, because it was a contract that I had on the other side, on the business end. So I do business. I'm a businessman. And, and on the business end of things, so, so you got to understand that there's no feelings associated with business. It's just business. It is what it is. You know, and at the end of the, at the, end of the, the thing, you know, I, I had to say, I, there was a point where I had to say, no, I'm not going to settle for, I'm not going to settle for lowballing or whatever, whatever, a lower amount, right? It wasn't, it, I, it, I don't think it was a deliberate lowball kind of thing, but it was definitely a cut. And the cuts had been steady, like with every contract in every year for the past so many years, it was like, okay, lower, 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 lower. Pretty soon I said, no, I'm not going to accept that. Okay, so I put my foot down, right? And that's how I retired from radio the same way. <clears throat> it was like, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to hang out waiting for next year. I'm not going to hang out waiting for, you know, the golden doors to open again. Because, because radio is like yesterday's stuff right now. It's still viable, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's not good. Radio was good to me. Radio built me. Radio built my companies. Radio built like, um, well, I had two companies already in, when I was in radio. But but that last radio gig, that last 15 years, just magnified everything for me. Okay. And so, so I'm very grateful for radio. Okay. I'm very grateful for the guy who had me on his show. Very grateful. Which is the same, the same guys that, well, him and the guy that I used to substitute for who was back on the radio, right? And the same guys that I get texting, and you know what they said about you? You know what they're doing? They, they stole your character, you know? They're using your character on it. And, and I'm like, it's, it's okay. It's all right. Some people are not original enough, right? That they have to use your, your stuff. And, you know, I, I cannot say that I'm immune from that. I cannot say that I never did that. Because, you know, I remember this guy. There was this comedian. Let me take you on the left over here, Hollins. There was this comedian. And he did this joke, right? And I'm not going to tell the joke or anything. But he did this joke. And I thought it was so funny. I cried the first time I heard it. I laughed. And tears were coming down my, my face, right? And so um, I asked him. I said, hey, bro, can, can I use your joke on the radio? And he said, no. He goes, no, bro, that's my joke. Okay, so it's like, you know, like he owned the joke, right? And and then I, I found out, like, later, I found out later that, that oh, this this was a joke, like, from the old days, because I heard, like, an old-time comedian do it. But this guy did it funnier. He was funnier, this local guy, right? And so I go, you know what? I don't care. I'm going to use the joke anyway. And I, and I used the joke for years on the radio, okay? So I'm not saying that, like, I'm clean and... I don't borrow somebody else's joke or whatever. These guys that are using my characters and stuff, I get texts from people that go, hey, that's, that's your stuff they're doing. They're doing your routines. And I'm like, you know, I'm honored. I'm, I'm, really, I'm really honored that, you know, uh, that they're using my stuff because that means my stuff is good. It validates my stuff, you know. So, um, and, and like this guy, you know, the same guy that, that I used to substitute for, when he went to another radio station after... After he left, and it's a big story. Uh, it's a too too long a story to tell. Long story, I should say, not big story. And it was big for him. <laughs> it was big for him. But but things happened, and he had to 
he had to break away from the corporation because one leash that he had on him was pulling him so hard <laughs> that he had to cut ties with the other, the other leash. I mean, it was just that way. Mm-hmm. And then what happened was he went to this other radio station, right? And then he actually started to do, like, um, my voice. He, he started to do my voice. And I'm like, whoa, like, like me. He used my name and my voice, and he was doing an impression of me. And I was like, at first, I was like, hey, what's going on? And people were telling me, hey, we heard you on the radio this morning. I'm like, I'm thinking, like, I wasn't on the radio this morning, right? <laughs> like, I, no, we were, and then pretty soon I caught on, right? Because somebody told me, hey, you know, so-and-so is doing you? on the radio and i'm like really and so i tuned in right to to listen to this stuff and then and then so i I heard him do it and i was like i was like whoa i didn't know what to think right and then people were telling me hey i heard you on the radio by the second time i i third time but the third time i heard somebody tell me that i i like okay just go along go with it go with it so people would go hey i heard you on the radio this morning i would be like hey mahalo thank you thank you (laughs) so it kept me relevant right and, and I don't think, I mean, I listened to him do it. I listened to him do it many times. I really didn't think it was being done in malice or in a bad way or anything. It was just, you know, something that I think maybe he thought, I don't know. I, I never asked him. Uh, we had coffee after that. And I told him, hey, thank you for doing me because it kept me relevant. And there was nothing bad about it. There was no hard feelings or bad feelings or bad, anything like that. So, um, but but, you know, I'm just saying, right? that that's uh, that's how it happened that's that's what happened and um so sometimes you know that happens as far as as people you know throwing shade and stuff and whatever all i gotta say is about that is if your skin is so thin right you can't handle people you know talking smack about you or 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 joking about you even if it's in a malicious way okay because the text that I get, right, they go, hey, you know, these guys are doing this. And they're, I'm like, I, I, I don't care. They're, they're shackled over here and they're shackled over there. They're shackled on both sides, right? And me, I come and go as I please. I date whoever I want. I do whatever, you know, whatever I want. Those, those, that's the, the theme of my life, okay? Living my dreams and doing what the hell I want. And I have set my life up that way. I have put my life into place that way. And, um, you know, when, when uh, my best friend was alive, Brother Wayne, um, we were able to do what we want, what we wanted, when we wanted, and how much or how little we wanted. And that was the blessing in our lives. And that's the blessing in my life. Now, can you have that blessing in your life? Yeah. Yeah. Of course you can. But you have to you have to be the architect of your life. You have to be the designer of your life. You have to deliberately design your life. And this is the life coaching part, right? Pay attention. You have to you have to write it out on paper. You have to write down your goals. You have to be faithful to yourself. You have to have self-discipline. You have to decide that, okay, this is what I want. And then when you do that and you, and you decide, okay, this is what I want. Then you have to follow through and you have to do it, okay? And you have to be true to yourself because your master, Hawaiians, okay, is in here. Your master is in your body. That's the master you serve, okay? Now, you're in the world, right? But you don't have to be of the world. 
Okay, you're in the world. I don't have a I don't have a contract with any corporation other than the one I own, right? I don't have I don't have contracts with you. My company has contracts, okay, but I'm separated from that. Okay, but I don't I don't contract over here, contract over there, whatever, whatever. My company does that. That's independent of me. That's not me. That's my company. Okay? I am not my company. Okay? So you can be in the world and not of the world. Okay? And and this goes deeper and that's another podcast, Alliance, okay? But what you are inside, the energy that's in you, okay, the energy that your body carries around, that's who you are. Okay? And God is in that. Okay, that's that's where God is. God is inside. So as long as you're serving that, as long as you're serving God and you're not serving, you know, man-made entities, right? Or man-made contracts or that kind of thing, then you're good. Okay? And how do you get there? Well, mindset is the first step. Mindset. You have to have a strong mind. You have to start writing. Because what you write down, what you visualize, and what you speak is what your life turns out to be, okay? You guys got to do that, okay? Because there's nothing worse than being a guy, right? And you know when you're young, right? And then you, you get in a marriage, then you get a divorce, then you get another marriage, then you get a divorce, then you get another marriage, and, and you become a serial monogamous because what you really need is a mommy. That's what you're really seeking, Okay, you're seeking a mommy. Okay, you always go, oh, gotta have a mommy, gotta have a mommy. You know, I'm very blessed that my, my mother is still alive. She's 87 years old, right? Praise God. <laughs> Praise God, always. She's 87 years old. I have a mommy. I never needed a mommy, right? I never need a lot of things. I don't require a lot of things. I have a lot of things and they just kind of came. They just kind of, you know, well, I'm going to enjoy this. I'm going to experience that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that, right? And there's nobody to tell me, bro, no, you cannot do this. You cannot do that. You cannot because if you if you do this and you do that, then, well, yeah, we're not, we're not going, you know. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Hollins, I got to go. think right always like why let somebody else control your life <laughs> that's all i'm saying right it's your life always yours it belongs to you that's your blessing from god okay all right this is not church <laughs> oh, man. hey happy new year always happy new year <laughs> all right hey till next time uh the, oh sorry we gotta thank our sponsors Island Club and Spa, Brother Randy and Sister Jerry. Oh, uh, yeah, down at Kakaako, my favorite. I'm going to be there uh, later on today. And I uh, also want to thank uh, Voice Master Enterprises family of service companies at AFM Hawaii Music, featuring the music of Darren Chinan. If you want to hire Darren, all you got to do is hit him up at the website, okay? It's afmhawaiimusic.com. Till next time, I'm Junior saying mahalo and aloha.